0: Hello, spicy people, and welcome back to Smoser Said Podcast. I'm your Josef, and today I have a very, very, very special guest. I know I say that every time, but this guy's even more special. He's my cousin, and he's my OG. His name's Akbar. Yo, yo, and yo. Thank you for having me on, man. I appreciate it. You no, know, really mm-hmm. do. You
1: seen that message you gave me, right? When you sent me a couple of days ago. And listen. I need you to be on the podcast. Did I say need? I think I think you required my taste and I skills. Said, do you want to come on the podcast? Ah, trust me, I don't think that was a case, man. I think you sent me for a tea pretty, please. But okay, you wanted me. You needed. You wanted me to come on, and I'm happy to be here. Really genuinely, I am. So, Seth, how you been? I'm alright, but that's ain't about me. I'm the host, you know. I know, man, but you, you know, meet- you know what I'm like, you know what I'm like. I've got that manners. I always end up asking other person. He's just trying to get registered from this. Right. From all
0: four of you listening,
1: he he wants that. Too right, man. listen, whoever's listening, right, hook
0: me up if you have to, right? I'm happy. Just give me maybe five, six years and we'll be there. It's quite a long time to wait. But anyway, we're getting off topic. Who are you?
1: Okay. So my name's Hamza Akbar. People call me Hummy. And that can kind of nickname I came through school i be honest with you. A lot of people were like, "Oh, we need a nickname for you," and I was like, okay. "Why? Why do you need a nickname?" I don't know because people were getting tired of calling me Bigfoot because I was a tall guy, man. You know, what I mean? I, even when I was school, I was a big guy, right? What shoe size are you? I'm a size thirteen right now. That looks quite big. That's quite a big size, right? And you know they say about big shoes, don't you? Big socks. I was going to say something else. I was going to say big toes. Is that, is that even a big feet? I guess, all right. Okay. Okay. But yeah, so people call me Honey. Yeah, a lot of my mates call me Hummy, I mean, in fact, even to this day, uh, that nickname stuck to me. And, that's, and it's kind of came through pre- primary school, and then to secondary school. And then, of course, you know, I, the world of work, college, and obviously, naturally, you know, when they get to know you, they'd be like, oh, what's your name, Humza? And then a couple months later, oh, do they have a nickname for you? I'd be like, yeah, I'm outside, people call me Hummy. And then before you know it, it's manifested throughout the years. Do you think it could be racist? They don't want to call you your real name? How, how can I be racist? But it's Humza. It's like yeah, it's a, it's a related to a Muslim name, a Pakistani Asian kind of background, right? But is it really racist? No, I think people just people are friendly because I'm a friendly guy. You know me as well. I, I can get like as a lot of people say to me, humza you could literally have a conversation with a brick wall, brick wall, right? I'm quite an assertive individual. I feel you know I'm uh, what's that word they call it? The gift of the gab. That's that's what I've got, right? I don't know if that's true, um, but it's me and my family members will say that you've got the gift of the gab. You can talk for Britain. And do you th- use that when talking to Korea You good at channel Girls? Well, no, Max. Uh, I don't do that. I can not got time for that. You know okay, I mean? We we'll get we to that later. Okay. I feel but like I just—it's funny how you just hit it with those assumptions. You know, they're all I accus- knew, Hamza.
0: large accusations. I'm going to call that. You're yeah. my cousin, right? So for the for the listener, there's no like really, really first time I met you and like first interaction, but there's just like I knew you're my cousin, and I see you in college, and not really like speak to you, but I knew somehow I was related to you. But then we started and I knew you are a good guy and that was kind of a re, re-introducing revamp
1: of meeting each other yeah so obviously we're cousins we are um, I would say we are I mean I'd say you're borderline between first and second cousin you can't lie in the middle because we are quite close our so
0: families I'm but closer to you than I am to my first cousins
1: yeah Obviously, and I can't, I that's me talking about a tight wise how tight we are as individuals, mm-hmm. but I'm talking, like, the family tree, you can't, like, you are quite close to our family. Um, yeah, I yeah think so. Yeah, so, like, you're, I wouldn't even say you're my second cousin, but I wouldn't say you're my first cousin. Does that make sense? Like, I think you're just my cousin, but I don't know what kind of generation you're coming from here. We're brothers. We're brothers, that's it. Um, yes, no, definitely, so... Uh, it was nice meeting you of for the first time in years in college. Mm-hmm. Um and that was crazy because for some reason you had really short hair. But then you told me you went umrah, right? So that was yeah. a, I was like, Why is this guy why is this guy got short hair? Like what what's the script here? That was the first thing I went through in my head. And you know what's funny? Whenever I, I seen you by the way, right? You're always eating. No, not that I'm saying you eat for I'm not I'm right, not that I'm making any assumptions. Because in college you're not really out of class unless you're at lunch. True, yeah, because college is like that. You'll, the only time you're out of class if it's your break. But if I see something, you'd always be eating, and you'd always be having a good time. Mm-hmm. You'd always be smiling from a distance. At first I thought it was a bit, not creepy, but it was like Yeah, they're there's it's a bit funny, right? <laughs> but now seeing you, obviously, speaking to you, and reconnecting with yourself, it's obviously, I re- I learned the real you, do you know what I mean? Do you really know the real me?
0: What do you think, what do you know that other people don't know about me? Am I ready to expose you? It Doesn't even be an exposing thing? It could just be, like, some information you know, or... I know your connections with the uh, the sisters, that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, um, I've got four sisters. <laughs> hey, I wasn't done with that guy, kind of sisters, you know I was dumb with those.
1: Uh. I know your secret locations. In fact, you told me, Am I ready to expose here that your three prime locations if you're if you're gonna take a girl out somewhere? Where they're going to be? I don't think it's happened, but see, see. Okay, so was... one was West End, I believe. <laughs> the other one was Sucky Hole Street, the top of Sucky Hole Street. In fact, when you were speaking about Sucky Hole Street, you said the one quote that it sticks to me, and I've wrote this down is wherever you go, take a girl as far as away possible from city centre. That's your main name. <laughs> that's, <not laughs> that's that was your words, right? Okay, the paraphrasing. That's what I'm going to use, right? And then the other one was, which I can't believe, was Edinburgh. <laughs> you really, you're that low key that you had to take a girl outside of the city. I mean, hypothetically if I had to but I think you have because you know, even even myself wouldn't even come up with that I'd be like the same thing yeah, take her somewhere as far away as possible from the city centre but you've been very precise with your locations and that's getting me thinking
0: what's my cousin been up to? I've always had like a thought of like a top 10 list I think I'll put it in the podcast one day I've not came to it yet top 10 places to take your secret relationship I'm not in one I'm a good halal boy but no girls like me that's the thing I don't know, man. I think it's just... You know what? I think the girls can handle you. That's the problem.
1: Too no, spicy? Too spicy, man. You provide the sauce, man. Come on, samosa with sauce. That's what you're known for. I think what it is, right? You're that open, right? Right. And you're that friendly. People just don't know how to take you as an individual. Some people will probably go, he's in a Harami, right? A-class, yeah, they harami. take it as flirting, which yes, I'm not. Which, like, some people would probably classify first-class honours distinction Harami, right? <laughs> Others will probably go, you know what, he's a quite unique guy. You not your typical Asian, you'd like to call it. You know what I mean? You're not... Well, I did grow up with white people. Yeah. I love white people. Of course we are. White people, and they're so unique. Like, they're just so different. Anyway, you watch them on my horizon sometimes... You know, even their dance moves are crazy. The, you know, they can't. They think, you know, what's it called? Their spicy food is not even spicy. Like, have you ever been to like a white man's restaurant? And you know, this is the spiciest pasta we've got, and you're like, Well, this is like mild for me."
0: Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean.
1: Do you know what I mean? We provide the spice and the sauce, evidently, with yourself. Ah, right? uh, of course. But that's just the way it is, man. that you know I mean? why people are so unique. I love them, man. They're everywhere. They say we everywhere, apparently, right? Apparently we're infiltrating there. you know, you get those kind of individuals, but... Um, that's Maybe they're right d- to an extent. Right to an extent, right? If you go to a specific Asian place... Asian Invasion. Asian Invasion, that's it. Um, if you go to a specific location, Paul Shields, for example, right, you're going to have a lot of diversity there. And sometimes it's like Spot the White. Let's be honest. Uh, On a day of Juma, right, a Friday... Well, um, that's not diversity then, if it's all just one well, race. Uh, what I'm trying to say is that it's a complete contradiction. It is a diverse area, right? It is a diverse area, but at the same time, there's sometimes you're just like, Well, I can't see anyone that's white. Like they say it's a diverse area. I've heard that a lot. Uh-huh. A lot of, like, I've seen a lot of people saying yeah, Polish Shield's so diverse. I'm like, well, that's not I don't know, maybe it's just I've got two schools of thoughts of Polish Shields. But I love Polish Shields. That's if that's a girl you want to take, then definitely don't take her to Pollock Shields because okay. that's where you'll get caught definitely. Got no girl take.
0: I don't have any we don't have any family in Polish Shields really. No we don't So we free man we free Do you know what I mean Well we do know people well, There's Urban Lounge as well Red Pepper Do you know what I mean I'm not a she type of guy And I know you aren't either Unless you're keeping secrets Well I Well <clears throat> There is is. Uh,
1: uh, you think But you know I will get later into the podcast Oh there we go You really yeah. get into the roots of me That's what you really Speaking want Speaking of know. women though What's your type Oh I'm going to say man Kyle Jannier You better be single You said, you said her surname weird Jenner? 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 Jenner, sorry. Kylie Jenner. You better be single. That's what I'm saying. So. No, no, definitely.
0: No, man, like, Kylie Jenner's like my... No, but like, realistically, what's your Realistically.
1: Okay, realistically... Gotta be a Muslim, right? Some people would disagree, but... Here's the thing, right? For me, I'm not really picky. I'll be honest with you. As long as a person understands, accepts me for who I am, not just for my looks, or not just for what's in my... Okay, financially, but truly as a person, I am accepts who I am. Uh-huh. Is willing to, under, is willing to um, meet me halfway in life. Uh-huh. I ain't got no complaints. Meet you halfway in Edinburgh, <laughs> well, or West End, or what's the other place? Top of Succio Street. I top of I don't know. I didn't see at any of it. You but... said you said to me specifically. If you're her anywhere, man, it's gotta be West End. Suki that doesn't sound like
0: me like I was like so I'll let then, the listener decide. And, then,
1: and I was like, What where about Sucky Old Street? As furthest as possible as any furthest as
0: possible from the city centre. Sucky Old Street does start from like that. Case. you know man, let's get to it, right? What would you say is it's best places? So there's three, right? I can think of more. Best place to take your secret relationship, we're doing it right now. Cali Cali you yeah, library isn't good. <laughs> <laughs> that's where you meet her, right? Okay. You don't level take there. Of, the... of course. Okay. Everyone knows about level two. Okay. And this does happen, everything happened level two. Okay. There's su- there's nothing that's not happening level. Is this two. you
1: giving me advice or is this you like instigating that you've been in this experience? I not I barely
0: go level two. Ah. I Maybe said... in a past life. Past life, okay. But or at other places, Strathclyde Strathclyde Library, very low key. Okay place you go is down a level, so I think it is level two again. There's something weird about level twos. Mm. I don't know what that's all about. We take her there, and you can just talk if you want, and you can also mm. book a room, which book we tried room. to for this podcast, and uh, Strathclyde's closed. We're shame, currently on you, in a, shame on you, Strathclyde, shame on We're currently in a classroom in Cali. So other places, Mitchell Library. Mitchell Library, okay. It's a good, it's a good place. Uh, do you have anything
1: to add to that? Well, like I say, it's a uh, Literally a couple of minutes ago after, I don't know about these locations I've never had to be in this I've never had to face this situation Me neither but, but you know it uh, hypo- That's hypothetically kind of hypothetically, stuff Hypothetically BS that's coming from you right not now No no right?
0: hypothetically Right I'm a good halal boy But how do you know these locations That's the Because I go difficulty. there I study architecture I look at all the places mm-hmm. I walk around the city So you're just judging That that person's a couple Or that person trying to fire in these No Not by people I see Just like even if it wasn't like a out, even if I had to like take a a legal immigrant somewhere, low <laughs> key. Okay. That's secretly what I'm thinking about. You know what I mean? Okay. If I wanted to take some Palestinian people, and like a, You're a, very... A, very sorry, not a Palestinian. Very any, 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 immigrants? You man, I need to take you somewhere. We can talk and you know, try and get you citizenship or some shit. Okay, <laughs>
1: come to so me to you've got, library. You've got this all planned out. Um, so the back to me, I guess the question you were saying: What are my prime locations to take? A person. A person. A spe- a person where you don't want person. to call? Okay, I don't know, man. Um, definitely somewhere low-key. Well, that's the point, yeah. That's the point. Um, but I don't know, because I've not been in a situation. But for me, I'd probably I'd end up asking you. You know that? Because you, you seem <laughs> to be the the person that knows the streets inside and out.
0: I'm not even... How do you live in Glasgow? I live, you know, Erskine. You live in another world. Uh, another country, that's what I call it. There's a border. It's between, a continent. Different it's continent. a continent. It's a region
1: of the country. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Erskine. But yeah, no, man, definitely. But one of the things I was talking, we were talking about was the girls thing, right? What do you see? What's the perfect girl for you? But, and to answer that
0: question, right... For me, it's... some don't have me with some professional shit. Be straight up. Professional, you no, want none of this fake. fake Listen, humza, this is- like, yes, I am. I'm am <laughs> professional, Hamza. I'm here. I'm hosting this event. You know what I mean? Be real with me.
1: I'm being real. This oh, is okay, me. Okay, this okay, is okay, me okay, from okay. the heart. You, you know me, man. I'll say how it is without. Oh man. And uh, you know what' What's the worst can happen? How much of a bastard? There's not twenty people listen to this. Listen, who knows? Right, This Spotify, you're and all this branching out. Who two knows, people, what? two people listen to this. Okay, two people. Shout out, <laughs> 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 Kenya. <laughs> shout out, Kenya. Um, but yeah, so back to the question. Um, for me, someone who genuine. This is me being honest. Is of course looks smarter and what degree she's got. Or, uh,
0: so, do you want her to be an educated woman?
1: Educated woman who respects me, respects my family, meets me halfway. Educated in what? Educated in having a degree. Of course, we know uh, having a degree helps, right? But just educated in life, really, truly knows... To have experienced stuff. Experienced stuff in, stuff in life, do you know what I mean? good stuff? Well, listen, <laughs> you can experience whatever, right? But, well, not whatever, but you know I'm coming from life experience. I know I have, and, because oh, truly, oh, because... Honestly, I know mean. Because truly, let's be honest. We see a lot of people get married these days, right? Do we? But yeah, yeah, half of our family's married in the, the older. but they're like, but say if someone like three years older than us. Do you no. know? I'm not. I, I, listen, I. You know, you don't find out our family's way too big for me to even start c- counting. But most of the people, like for example, like for example, we your sister, right? Yeah. One of your sisters was twenty one.
0: Well, yeah, but that was like ten years
1: ago. Yeah, but so do you see ourselves get married now? No. <laughs> don't help. Because we we don't have that life experience or we don't have that back then it was different maybe because you know, your sister found or you found each other families found each other perfect stuff, family, each other, but I think it's different for us guys and you know, generations change, times change as well. So it's important that when you find someone, right, and this is maybe being serious to the person that actually has have to have some sort of life experience. I I get that. Do you know what I mean? Like, but what if they have too much experience and they like, have extra baggage? I guess you got to deal with that. But but this is me. is where I'm coming back to where as long as as long as we can understand each other and accept that we've both got flaws and mean? good sides to us, surely should that be a bad thing? No one's perfect, as the saying goes. And that's not even being that's not even being the a part of the professional image of that show, which I don't know what that image is. Right? This is we been fully open. But yeah, a girl for me needs to be, of course, a perfect girl for me. I'm not even perfect. But personally, I truly think that I would get attracted to is who respectful, not but herself and towards others. Who doesn't think she's up herself. Who, of course, is a Muslim girl. We've got life experience.
0: Does race matter?
1: Race? You mean caste or race?
0: R- race. I don't care about caste.
1: I'd, I'd, no. I only know some. Listen, if she's an Arab, then that's fine. Or if she's, a, <laughs> she's an African, to say it. As long as she's a Muslim, right?
0: Quite
1: okay. It may be a bit weird. Because well, I'll be honest with you, cultural, my, cultural. Culture, in our family, right, if you see someone who's not Pakistani, they're like taking cardiac. That's going to be my, I'm going to be with my Jibki wife. Jibki wife, okay, so you've got G-Q her on the side. G-Q. What's her name? Baji,
0: what? Baji? Shaniqua? I do man. That's a bit. I don't know. What? Uh, Zindia, that's her name. Zendaya. Yeah. oh, from Spider Man, yeah. She's uh, um, she seems abrupt in the films, like she's I'm acting, man. She's but a real she's, life,
1: man. On our Instagram, I have a fault. I scope, you know, I watch, and she's you're to something here. Yeah? I'm admitting, right? But all I'm saying, I don't scope no girl, I don't even have Instagram, <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, that's that's for me. That's
0: truly oh, not okay. my perfect. That's good, that's good. Yeah. And back to the locations once you find this girl, where you can take her. So I mentioned Mitchell Library, mm-hmm. but other ones is coffee shops, low key coffee shops, like L Street again, but Costa L Street. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's location. Okay. Why well, don't don't go to Starbucks Buchanan Street? That's because yeah, you end up seeing a there. Is that what you're saying? does he work there I think he works in Starbucks shout out if you shout work Starbucks of. don't be don't be coming for me <laughs> yeah don't be watching what don't I'm doing don't be coming for Hums either I know man we've got a lot at stake here literally Means India, don't, don't come for us and
1: me and whoever apparently that I have on my side, that yeah don't watch out for us alright just ignore uh,
0: us yeah so coffee shops are going also parks parks so okay. like Kelvin Grove Park mm. it's Pollock Park okay uh, they're good locations okay but for a person like you Hamza, mm-hmm. the best place <laughs> is your car <laughs> <laughs> really? I don't know I don't do I don't know
1: sophisticated my car
0: that it can attract anyone not, like, that's, no they're not attracted to it you can just chill in your car okay nice what we got what, 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 <laughs>
1: exactly what's going to be happening in the car it's just going to be a conversation that's it clean chess I don't know man what, clean do you, what, what do you do with people? I don't know I've not been an experience. Where I've had to take a girl out because I'm not that type of person at this stage I feel like When my time comes, it will come. But I've never really had to be in it ever since, you know.
0: What about guy? What What do you do about guy? Come on, context brother, context, context <laughs> Man, you be like, you, Yeah, uh, so if I'm with
1: my mates, right, truly you Rashid Salman Rashid, right So tonight means Salman are going to gym, right Okay So we, we, he, I'm picking him up So he picked me up the last time So we have that kind of bromance So I'll go gym with him And yeah, I really like going to the gym That's one of my things That's my chill-out time So I'll be honest with you I don't really get much time to myself
0: Why, what are you doing? well I do a lot of stuff right doing now low key
1: stuff low key stuff uh, uh, you know stuff I shouldn't be doing nah jokes aside um, so of course I work part time I work at Sainsbury's shout out Sainsbury's. I um stu- I just finished college, so I'll be going on to university. Good Marshall, uh. Um so I'm buzzing for that. I volunteer as well, you know that, you know, uh, a lot of people. You volunteer? Know. I volunteer as well. I yeah. never knew that. <laughs> I think you did. I think the whole without bragging, I think the whole uh, um South Street Glasgow's figured out you know, well, yeah, right yeah. Now. um yes, I volunteer with not want to name this charity organisation Um but yes I volunteer as well. Uh, that's making a, that's what I do extra along with work. Okay. But for me, generally, I never get time to chill as much as I did when I was used to. So you never asked the question, what would you do if you're taking a guy out? If I'm taking a guy out? Oh, sorry. See, there's so many, you have a lot of questions, man. You, I think you're truly trying to get to the bottom it. This is yeah. a podcast. This, I know this is a podcast, but I genuinely feel here, you've got a paragraphs of information that you want to ask me, but you know what? I do, I do. I, I'm more than happy to answer all. So if I'm chilling with my mates, some of my favourite food places now, Peppies. I love Raj's as well, but Which is better? Peppies, man, Pepe's. Double chicken Excel burger, damn. That's good. I agree. Rise, yeah, like but the Raja special burger is even. It's, both are just at the same level. But if I'm really gonna, if it really comes narrowing down to it, for me it's Pepe's. Why? But for stars, you can bigger places sit in.
0: Oh, that's true. That's Larger true. So white,
1: you're talking about the Shields one. White, the one at Sucky Old Street, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> which just so happens to be the top
0: of Sucky Old Street. See you and your side check, right? I got no checks, and by checks I hope you mean the chicken I'm eating. Okay,
1: okay, that's something I've not heard out your mouth, but but that's fine. I'll take that. So yeah, if it's if
0: meme if it's mean,
1: mate, it's more chill, and that's one thing to do. So we'll go for food. But some of my mates like going shisha. I'll be honest with you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, go shisha. Yeah, I've never told anyone, but yeah, I go. But I don't go. It's really I, coming out in this podcast. Yeah, it's really coming out. You know what? It's shisha has got like a bad rep for itself. Alright,
0: okay, okay, let's give us. The... So
1: you want me to finish up what I do? me and yeah, my mates? Yeah, for the, a... time, like... Like, for the final time, like for yeah. Sometimes you go play snooker, or well pool because pool's smaller. Whether that's in the college when I used to go to, mm-hmm. or there's a place in Shirelands as well. So that's what I do. That's the things I do. But I also play football as well. So I'm not actually up for. I'm actually up for anything as long as it's interactive. Me, and my mates are having a good time. It's not. It's anything. I'm up for it, right? I actually want to go start doing hiking as well. So like walks. If you're listening and you want to go hiking with Hamza, hit him up. That's it. Any of those girls out there listening, apparently if this is the location to go, this is the walks to do, go for it. Walks with Hummy. He'll carry you if you get tired. <laughs> that's it. So that's what I really like to do. So I'm quite use I'm quite open, I'll be honest with you, in terms of I'm up for doing anything. Mm. As long as I get to spend quality time with my friends, whether that's with yourself or whether that's with anyone else. So yeah, man, that's what I generally do. Good, good. So you said Shisha gets a bad rap. That's my thing about Shisha, right? Okay, uh, of course, uh, the scene in an environment, it's not the best, right, because of the whole kind of smoking aspect to it. But a lot of people go to Shisha just for chilling, like myself. I'll be honest with you, So when I told you lunch a couple of seconds ago, I don't really get much time to switch off. Guess where I switch off? It's Shisha. I was actually there last night, believe it or not. One of my favourite places available lounge. I really like it, so a really relaxed environment. So I was there last night, and I really enjoyed it. And that's when I'm switching off. Kinda, that's where I switch off, really relax. But one of the reasons it gets kind of bad vibes to it is because a lot of people do go there for the wrong reasons. Whether that's to pick up girls or whether that's to you know get up to stuff they shouldn't be doing. But what's the latter there? Get up to stuff they shouldn't be doing, like. I don't know, because some people go the gym just to pick up girls, but. But what's the other thing? The other things could be like, I don't know, like well they should be, well, when, they sh- when they're out, when they are sh- tell their parents or someone else, but they're actually there. So there's yeah. that aspect to it as well. So there's, I know a lot of people, the younger generation, who are maybe younger than me, sometimes you overhear them. And th- I'm sure you'll know <laughs> these people as well. I'm not exposing these people because I think that's just a bit too far. <laughs> um, the, you know, in the past, they've been caught by their parents when they said they were supposed to be someone else, mm-hmm. but they're there. It really does kind of care, and then it really makes out that shisha to be the, that that to be the bad place, the bad. It really makes out to be that the shisha bar is
0: really. It's, that's it's all its fault because of that. Do you think you could have sort of shisha without the shisha, like without the smoking aspect? Do you think you'd have like a sort of community sort of thing like that? Yeah, but we.
1: I, I person, I do. I. Um, I um, one of the th- that's what I try and do. That's what I say I'm up for. I'm not just sheesh, I do everything. I, mm-hmm. I go football. I go. I go to the gym. I go. I'm gonna start doing hiking and walking with, my, with myself. myself. Or I listen, sometimes I'm patched so I end up doing this kind of stuff myself. But you know what? I really like spend quite a lot of time sometimes. If, mm-hmm. I don't always like spend time with my mates. I'll be honest with you. You know, that sounds really bad. No, sometimes you need your own time. Yeah. Or to so with other recently, people. what I've done is I went. I actually went out. Was that two days ago? It was three days ago. I went to game. So one and, and I bought all the pre-owned games for PS4. Those are the games I want to play, and those are the games I want to chill out. Oh, right, okay. So that's, I'm starting to that. I'm starting to spend more personal time with myself when it's playing PS4. Good, so. nah, I, I, I
0: agree with that. Everyone needs their own time. Anyway, so Hamza, tell me about your life, right? We're going to go through all of it. Okay. We'll start with the childhood. Childhood. When were you born? 10th September. When were you born?
1: 1997, born as in city or as in hospital? Hospital. Hospital. I was born in Southern General Hospital. Same. Yeah, boy. Southern General Hospital. Shout out, man. Now it's known as the Queen Elizabeth. Um, no longer the same. Still mm-hmm. no longer the same, man. So yeah, 10th September 1997. So I was actually apparently really. You know, you get those babies that take forever to come out. Like their their due date was supposed to be like this date, but then they're sometimes so late. I was apparently two and a half weeks late. So obviously I was going to be a big baby, like mm-hmm. pounds-wise. And that's what ended up happening. I was like 10 pounds when I was a baby. That's quite... Heavy.
0: I don't know what to compare to.
1: Like 10 pounds as a baby is quite heavy, right? So I'm happy that, that was good, like...
0: Good much of <laughs> A healthy, healthy baby. A healthy baby. I guess what
1: the doctor said to my mum. He was like, yeah, he's a healthy baby for sure. So yeah, so of course, that's how... That's when my mum always takes the mic out of me. Because what actually happened, she's like, you were such a big baby. And what happened was, now, I actually got a scar in my, above my forehead. It's like okay. an indentation. It's because when I was coming out, the obviously because I was a big baby, I ended up hurting myself inside. And the base of what happened, I ended up getting scarred on my forehead. Shit, man. Yeah, so I look like Harry Potter here man, <laughs> sometimes. But it's just, so yeah, so that's something I always remember. Mum's like, whenever it's my birthday, my mum reminded me that. Remember that wee indentation there? That's where it all started. I was like, okay, fair enough. Um, so yeah, that's how, that's when I was born. So yeah, I think when, when I was born personally, my dad always says to me, it was a weird time because it was the year after it was the year before obviously my Uncle Fruit had passed away. Oh,
0: okay. So my dad
1: always remembered time I was growing up and but at the same time he had to look out for his brother. Mm-hmm. So that was obviously it's a memorable time. So yeah, childhood? What was it like then? What was it like? I had quite a weird childhood. I didn't really play with anyone. was so weird. <laughs> I, yeah, I sounds so weird. But you know what? It, like that was the type of person I You know, one thing I loved when I was doing as a child was watching Bollywood movies. And my idol apparently was Shadow Khan. My mom would say you wouldn't watch cartoons. You would watch Bollywood movies. Has for some any reason. of this came into your current life? No, well, yeah, because I started listening to Indian mean songs again. So interesting. That that makes a that makes a big difference to where I am right now genuinely it kind of makes sense that if I was younger now it's picked up now it's kind
0: of interlinked I don't know can you, uh, can you try and sing us one of your favourite songs No, nah, man I can't sing to see myself or at least just you know give us a give us a wee beat I, I what is your favourite song Jamuk Jaloo from Sherlock. Oh, right. I know, know where that goes like. come on let's hear something no, I'm, no, not nah, nah, it, right. I'm not doing it I'm not doing it I ain't okay. doing that right. okay, come on we'll Jamuk sh- Jaloo there we go okay what was your favourite Bollywood film oh mm. favourite Bollywood <laughs> film
1: that's a good, that's a tough question, but I'm gonna get there because I've quite a few. I'm trying to narrow down my head. Oh, okay. Om Shanti Om. I oh, that under. one's good. I like Om that one. Om Shanti Om. <laughs> so those are the kind of films I really like. The kind of modern films. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Gobi kushi Gubby Come as well. That's quite up there as well. So there's a lot of there's a lot of films up there mm-hmm. I like. But that's what I was watching. Boy, so my, always my childhood's always been weird compared to every other child. It's always been I was always that slightly different child. If you get me, and a lot of some people, a lot of aunties questioned it. Believe it or not, went, uh, so my small mom's name's Busher, and they like, "Busher, is your child, alright So something you know, Just uh, he's always been you know he's always about out of place. My mum goes, "He's different, but he's that fine." I'm, i not accepting. Uh, you know. Yeah, so that was my kind of thing, and I also really loved Bob the Builder. That's that's what I really liked. But I've only like Bob the Hi, Builder. Uh, I, like Bob but I really know. loved Bob the Builder. Like I actually had like bed sheets. You know your bed dewy covers of Bob the Builder. I had posters of Bob the Builder. And, uh, so but one day dinosaur. I was really, I was a really, I was really bad. I was really annoying my mum, right? and what she did to me she told me that she'd been barney <laughs> my mum's <was> so savage and <laughs> no, that so said down honestly i was crying was snot coming out i was like, <sighs> i was like you know i was just like harassing my mum for that whole night and then my dad had came back and he had, he was out and then he like kidding me on. He went Bob Barney again, but he didn't. He just went. He, just, he, no. he went upstairs and caught it. Yeah, I you know, oh, boy, a new one. It's fine. I was all like, oh, my days it's a new Barney, um, but yeah, that was the um, same. That was me as a childhood. I, I was really, I was just a really relaxed kid. Just loved doing his mm-hmm. it own wee world. That's what I've been told, and that was the same thing when I went to care nursery as well. But there's a story when I was a kid, right? So we were going to Pakistan, right? Alright, okay. How old are you? Three years old. Alright, okay. Now. I'll be honest with you, I was a very hyperactive child. I was honestly I made my mum I actually feel sorry for my mum. I made her life an absolute misery for her, right? I made her honestly, I swear, honest, I can actually hands up and say that I was genuinely the devil's child or something. I really made her I really I was such a naughty kid. I was so bad, it was unbelievable. But anyway, to the story. I feel you're comp- trying to comprehend here that I can't believe this was a guy. But to be honest, it was me as a child. Do you know what I mean? That's just who I was. That's all I remember. But, what, Those, but yeah, was it you did? Okay, so we're in a security check, right? <laughs> <laughs> um so well. the security guards like, right, I don't need to search him, right? I would just do a wee, ah, uh, uh, minor sketch check on him. So I start playing boxing with the security <laughs> guards. So I'm like, he had his hands up. This ain't a 9-11 world yet, is it? This ain't a 9-11 world. This, well, it's uh, 1998, 1998, 2000. 2000. 2000. Yeah, so it's the Lahore airport. Uh, they ain't really going to care. Muslim, don't they ain't going to care. So we're at the check, we're at the cancer security check. and He's playing about and He's he like, oh, I'll put my hands up and let's play a bit of boxing. And I'm like, truh, truh, hitting him, getting a few good jabs in. And the next jab I made was so low, I ended up hitting down below in the stomach. Uh. Oh, they were raging. They were actually... They were. Did they actually care? They cared, yeah. They actually asked me what was wrong with him. Oh, well, he shouldn't be, why is he doing that? Well, because <laughs> he's a three-year-old child. It's not like he knows any better. Were you tall for your age? Three yeah, because I'm a tall baby. I was always a tall baby, so I don't know what I was specifically. Well, yeah, possibly. But yeah, that's from my childhood.
0: Hmm. You said you had Asperger's. Tell me more about
1: that. Okay, so... It all kind of so it's stuck people would go, Oh, your child's different, he doesn't act like any other child, if you get me. Mm-hmm. So the nursery picked it up. So it was my nursery te- the nursery teacher said to my mom mum and dad, you know, we think he's different because he doesn't like really interact with anyone. But I would interact, but I would only interact for a short period. And the only reason I'd interact was either to steal a toy from mm-hmm. him. obviously they said, Listen, we, before he goes to primary school I think it's important we get an education psychologist comes out or some sort of kind of social worker that can sit mm-hmm. down with him and really analyse. And then, obviously, a year, two years, three years, by the time of then, I was, like, in primary school, so I was, like, P2 by then. Oh, okay. They'd officially confirmed that I had Asperger's.
0: So, for the audience,
1: what is Asperger's? Okay, so, Asperger's, so, they, so, one, way, so one way to simplify Asperger's, so, you've got the autism spectrum. The spectrum has got, obviously, a low end and a high end. The high end is when you've got autism. The mid-range is when you're, you're you've got autism, but it's not as severe then the low spectrum is Asperger's. Oh, okay. So Asperger's is a form of autism, but it's a very, very low spectrum. It's mm-hmm. almost, it's hard to identify it because what most people end up doing if they see someone who may have Asperger's is sometimes go, he's got autism, but that's not always the case. It just depends on the spectrum and how you've done well in the psychological kind of test and mm-hmm. the, the analysis. So that came out for me that I had, so the way they labelled it was, it wasn't that I had Asperger's, there was symptoms and signs of symptoms showing they're potentially having Asperger's. That's, Mm. for my whole life, that's what they've always said. It was never actually confirmed. Oh, okay. Until recently, which I'm going to talk about. Okay. But we'll talk about that as we... As uh, we get through your life, right? Yeah.
0: So childhood, primary school... Did you enjoy it? Primary school was good,
1: man. Primary school was like any other child. You have your good days and you have your bad days. Mm. You know, primary school for me, of course, was yeah. I was that, that I was that child that was different from everyone because obviously the teachers knew that um, you had Asperger's. And then as we hit ha- primary school, they also found that I had dyslexia. Mm. That was confirmed. That was hundred percent. So one part of my dyslexia is that when I'm sometimes speaking, my words will get muddled up. Muddled up, if you get me. Like I'll sometimes start. So some people thought it was an actual. What's the I don't know what the. F- the conditions called for that speech impediment speech impediment we want to call that yeah that's what it is the professional kind of side of it people thought it was that but it wasn't so again educated psychologists looked at me and it's a dyslexia basically what happens is that when you're trying to speak like your brain is processing what you're about to say but something happens and it stops it, if you get me so sometimes if i'm reading i'll stutter but i'm not but the one way i trained that to overcome that was actually repeatedly reading like books a lot of, books that included kind of really intense vocabulary that obviously that you know we thought that that was one of the best ways to kind of overcome this would you say it helped there's, it help? there's no cure for dyslexia like, so asperger's there's none there's none the only way, there's ways to kind of help you to over, kind of progress through life whilst having that and one of the ways was reading really large text and really kind of thick books so see like harry potter books I'd be really reading that, even though, even when I was younger, I'd probably be struggling not try to understand vocabulary right out. It really did help me in the long run, because by the time I got through the, my latter stages of primary school, I really did see my dyslexia yeah. dropping down quite That's good, my sure. Yeah, so, same with my Asperger's as well. So, one thing I noticed about my Asperger's was, of course, Asperger's affects mainly your social life, if anything. So, one of the things I noticed about my social life, I'm sorry, about Asperger's, was that the more I became more socially active, the more my Asperger start to disappear, so whenever I tell some of the very first time I'm meeting them after they get to know me, I'm like, oh, by the way, I've got Aspergers. They're also shocked. Surely- I was ah. shocked when you told me, yeah, it's all about nah, you're you're us up, surely that's not the case. You're you pulling us plug. You're talking shit, right? That ain't the case. And I'm like, well, it's not nothing. I'd lie about. Mm-hmm. It's not like if you go up to people, you have got Aspergers. What's that going to gain? you know what I mean? From attention seeking But and it was and it was that was genuinely the, the God's honest truth that I did have Asperger along with dyslexia. So life for me then back to primary school was, primary school for me was tough because I always thought to myself I was, a di- I was a different kid. So you felt different? I felt different. I felt alienated at times in primary school because one of the things was with dyslexia, that's not, not always the case. And with Asperger's, it can affect your academic ability as well. There is, it's bound to, right? It's, uh, a lot of people say, you know what, oh, just because you get dyslexia in Asperger's doesn't mean you can't reach the highest to the highest. That's true to an extent. What? It can be more difficult. It can be more difficult because I just told you the whole dyslexic side of the thought process. So imagine academically trying to do work that my brain can't handle, if you get me, at that stage. It can be difficult for me. So for me, it was mainly my numeracy, my numeracy was horrendous. To this day, I cannot count to save myself. <laughs> right, I, you know what? I'm good, but I ain't the best, right? Whereas my English, which is weird for someone having dyslexia, a dyslexia, I feel like I can write an essay mm-hmm. or I can read properly.
0: Hi, you thingied up my uh, my CV.
1: Yeah, I actually did your CV up. So a dyslexic did your CV, which, you know, don't tell your employer that because <laughs> they might think twice and hang Yeah, Well, this ain't, that's not a that good CV. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so, but the only way I learned those kind of trading skills was through pushing myself mm-hmm. in life. Really, sometimes, even though I knew I was pushing my own buttons because I would get frustrated. Oh, why do not get this. But I knew I had to keep pushing. But that was the same mentality I had in primary school. So from like primary one to four, for me, primary one to four was just like a blur for me. I was just come home, go to go to school, do a few worksheets, play time, enjoy play time, mm-hmm. and then do another few worksheets and then lunch. That was <laughs> for me, focus primary. It was really kind of from, like, primary five to seven, where I really started to get to my like, why am I not academically strong like everyone else? Why am I not doing this? Why am I not doing that? So,
0: when in, in the previous years, you didn't really feel it, or you didn't care?
1: I didn't care, I didn't feel it. It was really from primary five to seven onwards. What so made you change? That changed my thinking of why, because other people... because. It was when I was getting separated from groups, if you get me. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Or when someone else would take me out and work with me. Mm -hmm. That's when I started to pick it up. And I'll be honest with you, those two years of primary were probably tough for me because I didn't understand it. I didn't know what was wrong with me. Well, there's nothing wrong with me, you know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with me. It's just that I have those things that are part of my life. And that really frustrated me, man, really frustrated me. And I think, I'll be honest with you, part of that is probably the reason why I have this kind of... I'm gonna say confidence issues here. Now it's hard for you to probably take that I and mean, be you having confidence issues. Come on. Well,
0: you can have confidence. But those are my, confidence levels and different things.
1: Yeah. So that was that for me. Truly, that was, truly, that was the kind of reason that if I hadn't, if I had some sort of issue in terms of confidence, it was that that really had the the manifestation regarding that was just crazy. So obviously, primary school was done. Five to primary five to seven was just that battle. And I got there then, you know, it was a, it was a good fare, farewell for me when I left primary school. I mean, I progressed to high school. So by the time I got to high school, it was first year. You know over this as well? So
0: yeah, let's get on to high school now. Yeah, so that's, for me, high school was
1: then a whole different ballgame. I changed so much. Do you know what's so weird? When you when I, It's so weird for me, right? I was a whole different person in P7 by the time I got to first year. Now, the way I look at it was I would socially changed so much, if you get me.
0: So you socially like developed or? Developed.
1: It was crazy. It was like, oh my days. It doesn't I don't even I don't even feel like the same person that I was a year ago or two years ago. It was amazing. Because I, I got introduced to this environment that you kinda had to like not put on an image, but you kinda had to up your game because it's high school, right? You're me you're you're leaving you're leaving essentially Primus was the big fish and going into the as a small fish you know, into, uh, into like a big pond you know what I mean so you were really it uh, was crazy so I felt like my social had developed so much that's good marshal. but at the same time I became this asshole I'll be honest with you I became this like, stupid uh, so git. I don't know
0: this side to you let's see
1: so, so I became a stupid git man so when I became I came first year and do you I,
0: think you not having confidence having confidence gave you this ego yeah it did me and the mates in just
1: first year it's just full of idiots, right? When you're a first year, you an idiot. First to, th- yeah. first to third year, right? I'd say first and second year. First and second. For me, it was first and third. I'll be honest with you. Fourth, fifth and sixth started to take up my game, right? I became a whole different person. Similar to what I am now, but first the first the third year man, I used to think you know, I used to get fights, I used to anything you know. If someone said something to me, I'd take it so harshly. I'll meet at corner shop, which is where we got our food from from school, and that's where the fights would happen. Or someone would get. Wiped you went with to me. wood farm. I went to wood farm, so wood farm high school. And a lot of my friends, or maybe who know the year below, who were actually a year below, I'm now friends with. So, you know, I'm still friends with people who go to wood farm as well. But yeah, I was an idiot when I went to school, trust me, I, first the third year, I thought I was I was an arrogant asshole. I'll be honest with you. All these fights over just stupid stuff, stupid stuff. I regret every single part of it, and I'm sure they regret it as well. And you know, what the funny thing is, we're now whenever I see these guys, we're chill. <laughs> we, we, we talk about it, we were dafties back then. So, one time, um, we were come back, so there was a school called Hill Park next to us, and they were like our rival school because they were only like 20 minutes away from where we were. And they came down during lunchtime to have a fight with us. Now, this is how bad they would get, right? this is 2010, so. I'm sitting there, mind my own business. I specifically remember what I was eating that day. Can you <laughs> believe that? Can you believe that? Was it that? that good? It wasn't even that good, because it was a box standard meal I had for the last six years. Oh. Coconuto, bottle of Emerge, and a daily milk bar. That's, that's life, man. That's high
0: school life. That I is high school life. as well. So I was
1: having my coconutos, right? Worrying them through, a bottle of iron brew at me. <laughs> that's I was like, oh, you fucking idiot. You absolute idiot. Now, now look what you've done. The other one, my mates, goes, called him a fat bastard. <laughs> I'm still having my cock. So I'll, I put my cock on the on the floor. I was like, wouldn't you just ruin my cock on the That's what me- I'm thinking. You just ruined a sacred moment. And now this is what you've done to me. So one of my mates goes, what are you, what are you doing, you fat bastard? And then he goes, what are you doing, you four-eyed prick? That's what the guy said to my mate. more we specs. Both of them start punching each other. Six of them come in. Bloody of so, six? Yeah, six of them come in. One comes for me. I grabbed them and I put them. Uh, I I smashed them into the you know, the telephone boxes. I smashed them into that and I and I punched them in the face. Two Not of them jump on me because I was a big guy. So I was for the listeners. I was actually by the time I was in first year, I was reaching about five foot like, ten. <laughs> That's taller than I am. Right <laughs> now, <laughs> I was five foot ten, size ten in shoes. By the way, is that the jing that added to your ego yeah. that you could just yeah? And I'll be honest with you, I actually ended up uppercutting someone that bad <laughs> that they're top tooth. It's bent. Fucking hell! And then it, it just came out. That's bad. I'm not bragging about this, by the way. It's a badge. I'm not bragging about it. I, don't, I, don't I genuinely, know, I know. Generally, the shit I got into from school was unbelievable. They actually had to call my parents in. I will get to that. So that's the type of stuff I used to get into. That was, just, but that was the way. The way I thought the only way to survive in high school was if you knew how to use your fists. It was almost like prison. <laughs> so not. that's what one of my mates was like he always was like listen man homie that's his prison man we need to bar all these he said that he, he was like we need to bar all these pricks man of death in order to survive and to be honest to this day my mate it's nothing like this now right he's actually so much more religious now wow. <laughs> it's, it's crazy I'm like but you know what This at the same time I feel this has shaped me to become
0: who I am today yeah maybe being that Yeah, yeah that so that.
1: back to the fight right this happened with a lot, by the way, in first year. Second year, it calmed down. It kicked up in third year again. But this time, I'll talk about all the first year. So there was this is the fight that happened, right? And it was these guys? Like, two of them jumped me. So one of them, so one of them, what they did was try to knee me, behind the knee. So if you knee something behind the knee, you lose balance it didn't work <laughs> it didn't work and one of my mates is called Sean McLean Abs he was another he was another crazy guy right he out of nowhere just speared one of them out of the way and I grabbed the other one and I just punched him in the face so like there was like because he obviously saying you know, there was two people in I'm gonna end up going down so he came out of nowhere and speared one of them out of the way right and then it was just me and this other guy one on one and I just punched him. I obviously got punched a few times well. No, this isn't just this isn't obviously this wasn't a scene where I was the only one person that punched him that they didn't get a hook on. Him. Something did get a good two hooks on me. But at the end of the day, man, I was just too damn big. And that that's the genuine that is me being honest, and that's the only reason they couldn't reach my face all the time. Did you never get in trouble with the police? The so they flipped, there was a snitch barbers next to us called the on us <laughs> so we all bolted and obviously I was the biggest guy of all of them guess who got caught first uh, me mm-hmm. so when we got to school this was so by the time it was lunch we were sitting on fifth period it was fifth period I get pulled out and six of us get, we were on the same class we all get pulled out and he goes right one of you were in a fight I know who exactly was who the first one was and the, and the behaviour teacher pointed me first you because you were, the, you were the most obvious person to get caught <laughs> out <laughs> <laughs> I was like, anyone mates can keep a straight face, and then, I, and we listen, we almost some, some two of them got suspended. We survived, right? because mm-hmm. Because those two, um, what one of them did, he ended up breaking someone's nose or something. What That's messed up? Yeah, one ended up stamping on someone's head.
0: What? <laughs> yeah. So
1: this you was. So I man. didn't see. I didn't see this. I didn't see this because I was too busy trying to fight off. So have you seen that scene of Hulk? Yeah, not endgame, but someone before Infinity War. Infinity War, when like, Thanos is we creatures are trying to get on top of his suit. Yeah, yeah. It was exactly like that, and I was just like, I was literally two of them were on top of me. I grabbed one, pushed him out of the way, punched the other, and punched the other one. Well, then Sean came in and speared one of them, and I was punching the other one. Trust me, when I went to Wood Farm, back then Wood Farm had a bad rep, right? It wasn't the best, it was only for the last couple of years it really shot up. Um, so that's what happened. So that's the stuff I used to get up to in first year. Have you year. ever fought since at high school? Out of high school. End of first year, I had a fight with first, a guy at a pub. First year of... End of first year of mm, high school. So that was the last time I had a proper fight.
0: Oh, so you not fought since? Not fought. Third year, had a fight.
1: Yep, had a fight <laughs> in third year. Yep, had a fight in third year. Uh, so the... F- the other big fight I really remember was two big fights in first year. I remember, so those three big fights in first year that I really remember. Three, it's no three. a had Fuck, I was a fucking, I was a fucking idiot back then, right? Everyone if those who know me truly. Yeah, well, I was an absolute muppet. So three big fights. One that I've spoken about was the one against the other school. The second one was a guy against a pub. So I used I love a Greg's right. When you're in high school, one of the things you really like to go was Greg's. So. I remember what I used to get from greg's as well, because Greg's all haram, right? <laughs> the cheese on my is the only thing you can get. I had my cheese on the pasty and my I had a cake with me. And the guy goes, what oh, are you looking at that big man? That's exactly what he says to me. And he uh, didn't say anything, continued going. So we went to the one-on-one shop. He kept, and he stopped following me. And I just told him, well, oh, you, you, you got a problem? And he went, oh, I had three of my mates next to me, they didn't say anything. you got a problem, you keep following me, mate. He just didn't say anything. So we're in one-on-one. He's in one, one so what he does, he comes running in the shop. He's covered his face with like a black it was like a not a ballaclow, but he had a scarf but he covered his whole mm-hmm. nose up, which didn't really make sense. So he was drunk, he was he was drunk. He came in and landed a punch on me. Shit. He landed a punch on me one oh one, hit me right in the jaw. But what I did was I punched him right in the balls. Oh! I got him back in the balls. Dirty? Dirty. It wasn't a punch actually, it was a knee in the balls. So he punched me and I, went like that and I, I, I caught my balance I punched him right, in the, I him right in the balls. You know what I mean? Mm. The police got involved then. Shit. So the police phoned me. It was a sergeant I believe that phoned me because I invested because 101 phoned the police. <laughs> and the, well, the thing with 101 was that the staff went, he started it first. Oh, okay, he yeah. did start it first. So for me it was a self-defence. What are they going to say to a 13 year old Nothing really, really, they would have been okay. It wasn't the best, you obviously you retired to be retaliated, retaliated self defence and that was fine. So the police got involved then, that was the only time I got involved. And that was it. That was my other second big fight. But high school
0: finished were you four, fifth,
1: Fourth, fifth, and sixth year, yeah. So after third year something, obviously after my fight life messing about. Because what actually happened, one of the reasons I had third year was because one of the reasons I changed because I had this big fight that big that I almost got expelled from yeah, school. Sure that was that was a turning point for me man so yeah. I had this fight with this guy right and now we're chill by the way <laughs> now we're chill this, this is the thing back then the way it worked in our lot was that if we had a fight yeah we would hate each other for a bit but see as we got older you'd probably forget about it because uh, you end up seeing each other every day if you yeah. had a fight with someone in your year you see them every day five days a week third year I had a pretty big fight I guess who snitch those in again the barbers the barbers the the barbers man Fuck that! Up. I hope they don't. You know what? I actually got a haircut from that person. He did a shit What's job. was the barber's code? I'm not naming that man because oh, okay. one of the one of your listeners mate, <laughs> were were egging their windows. Barber phoned on us again. So the fight was over. Actually, this guy went to primary school with me, but he was always a prick in primary school. Oh, absolute arsehole, man! You could put him through a windscreen if you really had a choice. I would. I'd love to put him through a windscreen. Then I really had hatred toward him, resent because he always makes snide comments. Always just you know just that kind of prick you get right. But you know what it was? He was so athletically good as well. The what he did, he was a decent footballer. But he was just a prick. He was a bully, and I hate bullies, man. Bullies boil my blood. Wouldn't you consider yourself a bully if you beat up people? Have I beat up people because they try to beat up me first? Oh, okay, I get that, Like, yeah. I, come on, man. Like, look what I've like. Come on, you call me a bully? That's... No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying. Yeah, maybe from a perspective point of view, like a wee granny doing her shop and they see two people fighting and I've got two people, I mean, I kicked the shit out of them. Then yeah, of course, I'm the bully, but but no, man, I was I was definitely not a bully. The one thing I stood up for was really a, a social justice shit. Oppressed. <laughs> well, they oppressed by kicking shit out of them, right? Yeah. And they kicking shit out of me. Um, but yeah, so third year, this guy, I had enough of his bullshit. I was like, you know what? Fuck like, you, okay, man, you got something to say, say to my face. He started laughing and all eyes, He's like, oh, you're going to do nothing. He was got midget, man. And I was like, you know what? As I was in PE, I went, meet me in the fucking corner shop if you've got balls, man. He went, you know what, I'll do it, I'll do it. We did it, we went for it. We were scrapping, we were like punching each other, man. We didn't like it. Is there any videos of these? They ain't no videos, man. They ain't no videos. Half of these are on old Facebook and Bebo accounts, and they're all obviously deactivated now. Have you have any of these videos? have me up, honey, see these. All right, man, fair enough. So we we're going for it. So what he actually was ripped my t shirt. So he grabbed part of my t shirt near my peck area and he ripped it. And what I did was I just, then I just went for him we started to jump on each other we wouldn't let go and we were just going for it so prefects had to jump in you're your prefix your prefects one of the sick year prefects I swear he was a fucking midget man I was like he was somehow holding me back he held me back because you know what I gave up and he gave up but the barber's phone and the police came <laughs> down the fucking the, the fucking barbers man honestly I felt like putting him through the barber's window <laughs> like, fuck you man you phone the police this is what happens right so that's what that's that was my biggest fight. Or all well, the biggest fight was the end of first year, which I don't think I've spoke to you. You know what? I've had that many fights, right? Without bragging, I've had that many encounters with people. That it's something you know I'd be all day talking about. But those yeah. are the cat highlights. Um, the other one was obviously I fought this guy, but Terry, his mates stood round, so the cat ambushed me, so I was like jumped. But you know what it was he got a decent punch into me, he got a decent punch, he, he still thinks he won to this day, right, but trust me, man, I got, we both went for it, and we, you know what, we spoke to each other at Juma once, and we went, what were we doing back then, he went, we're dafties, man, let it go, because I say to him, I was a bigger guy, I say to him, man, you know what, I'm going to put my hands up here, my bad man, shit. Sorry. This was like a year and a half ago, two years ago. He was like, man, just forget about it. But see, his mates, they're pricks, man. They are. Whenever they see me, they're like, oh, there he is. They are. Still. Me, still. Because you know what it is? It's that animosity, man. It's still there to this day it still is there to this stage, you know what I mean? But you know what? Me and him, we're alright man, we're alright now. We shook each other's hands, we are like chill, let it go. We spoke for a bit, we spoke about life and everything. <laughs> so I feel that, you know, there is men's there, but obviously yeah, there is always that history with us, but that's fine, you always end up meeting people like that and you always end up coming across, I'm sure you've never got into this kind of situation, not right? a proper fight, no. not a proper fight, but that's the type of person I was, I was a real dafty back then, um, so that was my biggest fight with him, probably end of that was the end of first year, and then the third year one was with this guy where the barber snitched on us again. And this time the biggest fight at the end of first year was actually near my house. They came to they came to my ends to take me down. And guess what? <laughs> happened? And and my next door neighbour, his name is Jack Petrie. Shout out Jack Petrie and Sean, the guy's Saying, like, they brought in metal poles to chase these I guys
0: and they jump in a car and roll you say like you live in a rough area but I know you don't I don't but yeah, I, I don't
1: I, see, I live in Deacons Bank Deacons Bank south side of Glasgow people near Rook and Glen Park one of the nicest areas in that south side of Glasgow. No. It's just I was a dafty back then, and obviously I'd get myself into shit that I shouldn't be. Mm. And people would and people were dafties back then as as well. And that was it. that was my life. Really, first to third year, I loved on that. Ed, I lost most of my education. I fucked up big time in school, man.
0: I messed about first and year. Speaking journal. of which, moving on from your fighting life, <laughs> fourth, fifth, and sixth year, it really Summarise, like that fourth, go? fifth, and
1: sixth year was difficult for me. Do you know why? Because in order to do well. You need, you need to start from. You need to start doing well in third year, first and second. Year you get second year from first year is they piss about right. Yeah. Second year from is really where you need to start impressing the school. Well, I fucked about second third year, so fucked it's about, like f- yeah. fucked about big time and it backfired. It did backfire. Honestly, you know what? I don't have regret anymore. There's no point in regretting. Yeah, because the, then you know sh- if you went back, you just end up doing the same thing. You're still the same I'm the same person. person. My thoughts different as well. Taliation would still be the same as well. Um, but yeah second, third year I fucked by big time um, fourth, fifth and sixth stepped up big time for some reason um, I actually remember what grades I got in fourth year I actually got six A's and three B's that's good Marshall. I did nine subjects I remember you know what I, do you know how I remember it I'm the sack that's put my excuse certificate in a frame <laughs> because that was my biggest achievement because think about it I was an absolute idiot uh. for three years in school and in fourth year I got six A's and three B's and I'm like what the fuck that's what my dad was like he was like that's what he says to me. Mum was obviously, mashing apples, he <laughs> did really well, but dad's just like, fuck, that's good. So yeah, so fourth and fifth and sixth year, for me, were obviously a rise, but I still have, but my biggest regrets were from first and third year, that's what all mm. the regrets in school.
0: So coming out of high school, you go to college, and yep. what do you choose to study?
1: Sports therapy. So for me, it was, I wasn't a guy who could sit down and do stuff. I'm not a table person, I'm quite active, I like talking, and I like working with people. I'm into sports, but I'm also really interested in kind of science behind injury. What happens when a person is injured? I'm really into the whole anatomicals and atmosphere of the body. In sixth year, obviously, I could go. I could have went. You could go from street to university to physiotherapy in Cali, which you're right now. Yeah. Um, but you needed like four A's and a B. So I did my five hires throughout two two years, fifth and sixth year. So the, there was two settings. So the only place I could get to was like UWS or something, which obviously they don't do that course. So for me, it was then I go do sports therapy and I went to City, Glasgow. Uh, and then, yeah, so and that's, Which, where I you? Which we met. We met. We, we, met. Re- we reconnected. Um, and that was epic, man. I loved City, Glasgow. Mm-hmm. That was, Good times. Yeah, but I, I feel it was quite low-key <laughs> when I left school. You know, after sixth, I kind of lost myself as an individual. Not lost, but like, it was a different environment for me. I was meeting different people and... Do you feel like you've gained yourself back? Oh, definitely. I'm a no different person to I was 10 years ago when I was in school. Transformation has been amazing for me mentally and physically. I'm, well, physically, obviously, I've grown even for more. <laughs> um, but now I'm sitting at like the peaks of six foot two, almost sitting at, like a six foot three. Um, size 13 issues so definitely physically I've developed but yeah academically my abilities have d- transformed so much and I always knew I was going to be a late developer I'll be honest with you, I always knew and one of the things that I did discover was through college I, st- I recently discovered something really big about myself so after, so when you go to college they do the cause of dyslexic and the suspected Asperger's, the educated psychologist did that for half of the college did another test on me it actually turns out right the Asperger's is not, might not be... I might not have Asperger's. Mm-hmm. It's actually came out in the main Good. Recent didn't days, I it's, Yeah, it's good. I was, I was really happy. The results have shown that, that when certain triggers in the brain, the questions, it doesn't really detect that there's a social imbalance or an emotional imbalance. Mm-hmm. The dyslexia has shown. That was that was definitely shown. That was on the radio. I mean, you've definitely got dyslexia. There's no doubt you've got that. But the Asperger's thing was, um, they were like, right, we need to reassess you because we actually think you've been misdiagnosed. Uh, that's that's the issue they're saying you know what and it was a bit of a relief but it was also really pissed off I was like for years I've labelled myself I've got Asperger's that uh, of pissed me off because I feel like it held me back because I haven't I feel it was different from everyone had that had not been had that been the case before I think
0: life would have been a bit more different for me
1: that's sad yeah, definitely, man. But, that but you was... know,
0: everything happens for a reason.
1: Yeah, so that was obviously college for me was amazing. I loved college. College gave me a platform to build on. I think the person I am here today is cause of college, definitely. And can I be latter years of fifth and sixth year really shaped me up to become the person. Speaking I am. of
0: which, you became womanizing
1: during college. Womanizing, you know what? I studied sports therapy. There was a lot of females in mm. there, right? A lot of my mates would wake me up like, oh, "Come on, Hamza, we all know why you're in there, right? You know, because you need to do sports massage." Um, oh yeah. yeah. They'd be, obviously, ethically, this is wrong, right? Say that, but a lot of my mates were like, "Right, getting hands on there, big man." And I was <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, "Right, okay." And you know what? A lot of the people appreciated my. I'm actually quite good masseuse to myself, say? I no,
0: like, you, you. I gave I, you a, like. For the, the, the listener, <laughs> Hamza asked me he needs a person to like massage on. And I said, "All right, I'll do it." And I had to, like, strip down to my shorts. (laughs) Not boxer shorts, just shorts. (laughs) And Hamza gave me a good massage. Yeah, man. So, like, a lot of the girls were like, oh, honey, you're really good at, like, the back massages. Did you do it to them? Yeah, I was like, too,
1: right, honey? But no, because one of them, like, one of them actually requested me, honey, can I get a soft tissue deep massage in the back? And I was like, shit, better check my halal intentions here. Do they need to strip down (laughs) to No, they obviously wear sports bras. But if they're working on the back then of course then they need to unhook their bra but what happens if they're covered by a towel so the modesty is protected of course but yeah sports therapy for me was such a it was such a it was such a white man's course and I'm the only Asian guy there and that's definitely was that was definitely difficult for me to sometimes fit in
0: uh, no, because you know
1: they'd be up to stuff that I also couldn't get up to you know what I mean and that was the college was amazing I definitely met a diverse range of individuals and I enjoyed that I'll be honest with you Definitely enjoyed it. College. If I went, if I could have the opportunity to go back to college, I would do it again. I would recommend it to anyone who's listening if they've got any cash.
0: So you keep jumping over the story, this Christmas story. Tell me what's this all oh, about? Oh come on, Christmas? Christmas
1: story. Oh come on, Christmas story. So sixth year, I was actually remember the time of the month when the conversation started. So I did not meet this girl right. I wasn't like if I met her. So it was over Twitter, in fact. <laughs> it always starts on Twitter. It always starts with the retweets. Um, so this random girl was uh, followed me on Insta- uh, Twitter, sorry, and I was like, "All right, okay, I need followers anyway, so I'll just follow it back." All right,
0: okay. As <laughs> you do,
1: as you do, as you do. I was desperate, right, for followers. Made a tweet, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the tweet was but I retweeted it right because she tweeted that much I also seen a tweet like her last tweet like 10 minutes ago and that was also dead that's funny as well I went, I'm going to retweet that as well and then she see a wee part and then she sent me a message going liking my tweets eh so eh actually means she's from Edinburgh um, so Edinburgh is the your prime location to take a girl not prime to, and not
0: oh, for girls just anybody Okay, you okay. To, you like don't, there's no need to
1: sugarcoat it right we all know that's the location for you right Listen, I think I need to buy a trip to Edinburgh so we can show you the true, what really happens to Edinburgh. I think you are change me into North Cities. That's what you're like. But anyway, back to the story. Right, back to the story. So she started with me, start talking, and so like, oh, yeah, you're a really nice person. Where are you from? I was like Glasgow. Oh, uh, listen, so I had no intentions. For, this is just on record for the listeners. I had no intentions to be flirting with this person. My, but remember, by the time I had sixth year and fourth, fifth and sixth, I was like this whole different person. So I was quite level grounded kind of chilled out um, she started texting she's like oh yeah you're a nice person I was like oh yeah thanks try to be nice you know, have a laugh with her <laughs> and she was like yo I don't know you use Twitter much I was like yeah you do <laughs> clearly you do she, clearly she asked for my number yeah, I gave her my number as being friends and one of the things, you know, just one thing led to another. She was, we were laughing and all that, and she was like, "Oh, when's your prelims? What you?" So we obviously we discussed previous what year we were in and what school. Oh, my prelims are coming up next week, so I've got my first prelim like my studying starts next week, but I've got my first prelim like two weeks to go, so I'm gonna start studying. She was like, Yeah, I'm so stressed as well. I'm so stressed. I was like, Yeah, <laughs> man, yeah. we're all stressed. Um, do you want me to say the next thing she says? Yeah, say you know, Really, you want to hear it? Okay, fair enough. Um, she she texts me and going, Oh, I think after your pre is it possible we can meet in Edinburgh? And I was like, Oh, no, man. So I didn't want to meet this person because it was so haram. It was obviously haram, obviously, and the emphasis on the word obviously. I was like, no man, you know what, I can't I'm, I'm, I'm applying to colleges and everything right now so I'm trying to get my career stuff sorted she goes, oh yeah, but I'm so stressed because my prelims start and then she told me, oh yeah actually like you more as a friend I was like, fuck shit, so hard on I can I need bail out I need to bail out man, I need to do this I felt really guilty and I felt really scared because I didn't want to enter this kind of environment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she left me something that to this day mentally scarred me <laughs> mentally scarred <laughs> and me and what was that? So, she read, so we had an I had iPhone back then, it was iMessage, so she could know when I read the message, she goes, you know if you come to Edinburgh, it's going to be more than just talking, and I was like, what the fuck, <laughs> I need to leave this bitch's number man, I was like, I goes, that's what my mate says to me, he was like, you need to leave this bitch's number man, you can't do this, it's haram, and I went, like, I know it's haram, but look at my responses, so whenever I showed anyone my response, I was like, no you're on the right, you've definitely kept this halal, and you've definitely kept this friendly, the one mess, the one thing she says to me then goes, I'm stressed. I went, Oh, it's fine, man, just relax. She's the only way you can relax if you fuck me like it's Christmas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and yeah. I was like, What the hell? <sighs> so, do you know how long it took me to reply? How? Uh, Guess. Uh, a day? More? A week? Three days. Oh, three days, I talked to my friends. I was like, Bro, this is so haram. They were like, Bro, She said, well, she wasn't fucking like it's Christmas, <laughs> and I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't. What do I reply to that? <laughs> Guess what my reply was? Well, it was a long ass message. I was like, Yo, man, I really appreciate you've got feelings for me, and and I like that that you've obviously shown that. But one of the things I'm Muslim, she's a Muslim as well, by the way.
0: What the fuck? Well, that's, not, that's not a shame, people. People like, you know, what the different fuck?
1: Things. I was like, What that's the worst thing? She was a well, half uh, mixed race. Her dad was a, her dad was a Muslim, her mum was white, and she goes. But I said, she, I want, I want, fuck, fuck, I want, I want you to fuck me like it's Christmas. I want you to be my present." And I was like, "Right, okay." Uh. I sent a long ass message, and I was like, "You know what? I appreciate whatever um, you have said to me. Um, uh, it's you know, I appreciate you've got feelings for me, but I've, I'm a devoted Muslim. Like, I can only uh, this is so like unethical and haram for me. You need to understand that? She never spoke to me ever since then. Wow. She was like, "You don't, you don't like me. You've betrayed me. That's what she said. you used me." I was like, "Used you for what?" It would have been used if you did. Exactly. You know, like uh, yeah, which o- which obviously I did not. Emphasis, I did not. I don't want anyone start getting like wrong images. <laughs> and, like, I feel my reputation being on this podcast is genuinely just went. This down is in this you rain. being you, man. I, this is me being me. I guess you know what. This is really, truly. Getting to, you know the truth, yeah. you. Yeah, the roots of me. And that's what happened, so that was that person. I'm not going to name her, in respect, because I have I, this, I don't
0: want you to name her. Because me. you know
1: what, I re- one of the things I really truly do, I do respect women, man, I do. We <laughs> all respect women, right? But truly, man, I've got like a... For me, it's when you're speaking to, when you're speaking to a woman, right? I and, don't speak to women. Yes, you do, right? I don't. So my say, mum and my sisters, that's it. That. Right, but not your mum and sisters, I'm talking about your your side chicks, right? I've got no
0: chicks. Listen,
1: listen, don't lie to your big cousin don't lie to your big cousin your big c- cousin you can tell your big cousin everything alright you can tell him anything so when you, if you were to speak to a girl man you got to have this intention always respect that girl man because that's someone's daughter at the end of the day you know, that's someone's baby girl that's well the way she's you just a it. person she doesn't need to be well, a but, so but, but that's the way I, that's the way I treated her I like, that's someone's daughter man I can't be doing this shit man that's the way I treated that. because cause remember I changed so much and people don't understand how I changed from those first three years of high school to fourth, fifth, and sixth. I was a totally different person. Well, you changed. Now you're asking people to fuck you. Like. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, obviously not. Um. So I was like, you know what, man, I appreciate this, but she was going through tough times as well. So, you know, she had been in pre. She was looking. She was speaking to her like ah, like, ah, shit, right. So I knew she was messed up from the start. But my intentions were always clear. And that's to me. I treated it. like my intentions were always clear. And that's the be. I spoke to her. I was like, "Yo, man, I appreciate this, but you're not right in the head." Hopefully, she's doing better now. You know what? Funny, she actually followed me on Instagram again. And this is the type of person I, I've got no beef with anyone. I accept her. I accept her followed her back. And she messaged me going. Do you know this person? And I was like, "Yeah." She went, "Oh, okay." They've unfollowed me again. Oh, got That was the. the for, to be <sighs> honest, she blocked me because you mean you know when you block, she means you can't search him and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, that was a shit. I know about being blocked by people,
1: So, so one thing I'll say about her, she's a crazy bitch. That's the only thing I want to do her about, she's a crazy ass bitch. I was never going to Alright,
0: okay, so, coming to your now life. Now, here I am.
1: What do you want me to say here? What do you you truly want to know here? What I'm up to? Because a lot of people say to me, what are you up to? This is where I always lose my words. I'm like, how do I explain this? Like, what am I doing? What What, am I doing?
0: What's your mind and heart like, and all that now? Now for me, um,
1: I see life from a whole different kind of perspective, I'm definitely more aware of things, um, I know that the do's and the, do, the don'ts, definitely, even if I ever get to sell my care, if I see myself doing something I shouldn't be doing, I definitely move, remove myself, so I've changed, I don't even interact with the same people I did 10 years ago or 5 years ago or Trust me, a whole different new friend group, a whole different new social network. And one of the reasons was thanks to the whole camp of volunteering stuff. I met this new network of friends. I've been able to get new opportunities. Just there, two days ago, I actually offered to go work for another charity, which you laughed at. No, you're I'm like, just smiling. You like you didn't you laugh. name why you're not naming them. You could just I, I can't name. I'm not going to name them right. Nah, no nah. name. Them. Nah, I think that's a bit too I don't think the person will appreciate the person sending me the message. She so it was her it was her job. She didn't even give a Let's <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it doesn't even matter, right? It doesn't we all know it, I'm, I'm sure like, Apparently there's a top ten list. <laughs> so I made a top ten list. So I was like, yeah, you know, we dance my window, yeah boy, I've made it, right? I've made it to this list. Um so I got I offered her a job to leave actually Sainsbury's battles like no, man, nah man, um I appreciate this opportunity, but I'm happy with I'm volunteering with this charity. Um, I actually worked for them, this charity as well. So, during um, yeah, I'll get into that. So, that was what's happened to me recently. So, but I also have another job. So, I work at Redone, i and as well. And so, if anybody wants to murder me, harass me for what I've done in the past, probably now's a good time they to may, get they me. You may have to fire you after they hear this. I'm not saying, man. Uh, someone's going to have to listen I'm losing a lot of stuff here in this <laughs> podcast but you know what this is what it's all about this is what I'm the type of person I'm, be I'm mo- yeah be truthful see how it is don't beat around the bush Could. and just who cares if people judge me but you know what because look what I've achieved so far without sounding big headed in life look where I am right now for those who know me a lot of people think that I've had this life co- this type of life has been constant for me like I didn't have the best kind of upbringing not by my parents but just by me as an individual my parents learn, man. they did the utmost, honestly, the respect that I give for mum and dad is just unbelievable. They, they sacrificed a lot, not just financially for me. They put food on my table, food on the table, gave me a bed, they bathed me, and everything, man. Like, for us, obviously when I was a baby, they bathed me, right? <laughs> right? I'd be worried if they didn't. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so they did a lot for me, right? But back to the whole kind of where I'm now. Of course, I'm working. Radio Ramadan doing um, I'm volunteering. Um, I'm enjoying what I'm doing right now so I've finished college and I'm living life and I'm just chilling that's what I'm doing. What's next for you? Next for me? University. Inshallah. Inshallah. Uh, university study. Podiatry or sports science. Those two if I don't I might go another avenue but we'll see when time, time can only tell. Anywhere the wind blows? Anywhere where the wind blows. So one as long as it's not to Arista. that's what I'm saying. That's the only reason. You, you've frozen there, right? Because you're thinking, is he telling something? That I don't know, but no. As long as it's not... I'm not looking for that life I was life talking about academically. But I'm not looking for that life yet. That's the only thing. As long as it doesn't blow me to that direction, I'm they happy. They say it comes to you when you're not looking for it. No one says that, safe. Yeah, some. Um... Who says that? Co-reference, I'm wanting... Uh, et al as well. You know when you get a reference, I'm wanting that right now. I, I don't know, man, but
0: some people say that.
1: Well, it says Salim 2019 et al. Because the et al is me then. Because I'm the second person who's been referenced No, because I've
0: never experienced it, so I can't speak on that. I
1: like how you, got, I like how you covered that one. Definitely hats off to you for <laughs> very that. Very diplomatic at that. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, is what I'm up to right now. That's my life. That's a long-ass story, isn't it?
0: So you came to me... This is going to be a very special episode. This is an extra long one. Okay. So you came to me with uh, okay. another topic. That, was, that first topic was just you as a person. Very long topic. You wanted to come to me and talk to me about... Muslims in today's society. Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, for me, right, I think being a Muslim in today's society, Western culture, is fucking difficult, man. It's difficult, so difficult. So when you 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 do a white man's course, I start like <laughs> you do. Oh, so do I. Right? I was flipping. Mass There's agent, a lot of but, women in it as well. Yeah, but you know what I mean, right? Yeah. And I do a course where it's dominated by white people as well. So when I when you when I started college, right, you yeah, have Freshers' Week. And that's a pain in the ass for me, man. Because these guys are all going clubbing, and they're doing this, and they're having a good time. And, um, and that's where they make their friendships. That's where they create the weak cliques. And I'm the guy, no, oh, I can't go, I don't drink, sorry. It's not my kind of thing. And they've always say to me, they've always to me, oh, but it's fine, you don't need drink. I'm like, yeah, he's the than done, pal. He's the than done. done. Huh. Um, so for me, definitely, it's difficult. Because think about it, like 10 years ago, right, there was nowhere near as many halobases as there are today. Yeah. You go, to Hawaii, you go, you go like bread, bread beats bread. I've never been there, but that's hello. Like, you wouldn't... it's a white man's place, you know what I mean? Your Nando's like 10 years ago, he wasn't even there in the queue. Well, that's, not, that's African, is that's it right? But you know where I'm coming from, right? There was definitely not that many hollow places, and I think it's difficult for a young Muslim these days, man, definitely. But not just about this kind of aspect, the social aspect, but the whole kind of getting put to getting dragged to stuff he shouldn't be. There's a whole kind of drinking aspect. You see, a lot. I know a lot of Muslims, right? Now, I'm not exposing these guys, man, right? Or women, <laughs> or girls, right? Or boys. I'm not exposing these people, right? But it's it's crazy. They're drinking and they're doing drugs and they're going out with white girls and they're, or they're doing zina and that kind what of stuff. What's wrong with white girls if they're Muslim and they are going to marry them? Is that
0: There's okay?
1: Nothing wrong
0: with that. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no. You try to catch me. You try to <laughs> no, put a stick I'm just here. trying to stand up for my Muslim brothers.
1: Yeah, you try to put a stigma here that you can't marry a white girl. You can marry a white girl, right? But it's difficult. It's difficult because what you're going to do if she doesn't want to convert? You can't force her to convert. It's so all that kind of stuff. If you go out with a white girl as well, I know a lot of Muslims go out with white girls, man. Hats off to these guys, man. These guys, bo- <laughs> these guys have got balls, right? If my mum found out, she'd kick the shit out of me. Found out? If she there's found, out, found out. out? Well, it's not to find out, but if she did find out, right? If to find out. Well, all I'm saying, right? If she ever caught me in the in the action of. So it was an action you're doing. Or later, an action I'm doing. But if she ever did see me doing an action I wasn't supposed to be doing. She'd kick the shit out of me, man. You know what? The way she'd kick the shit out of me, because I'm not big and tall, she'd, make, she'd demand that I sit down and <laughs> then kick the shit out of me. That's the way it works, right? But what I was saying was that it
0: was. it's really difficult for a
1: young Muslim these days, man. For me, it's been really difficult. Not even amongst the Western
0: culture, even being amongst your own culture, yeah. brown people can bring other brown people down. Yeah, true. They can There's make o- you do things. There's a lot of haramis out there, man. That's one. No, a lot of haramis, man. You know what I mean? There ain't no
1: haram. Haramis, such a. Haramis, that word. Get, it gets, it gets, it's getting used so often now and you can label it as anything you go shisha you're a harami if you meet a girl and and you want to do it the right way and she's a Muslim girl you're a harami because you didn't go for your parents that's a load of bullshit man what I'm saying harami is that really not care like shit about your religion right drinking clubbing doing drugs uh, let's just call it islamically wrong islamically wrong yeah no, I wouldn't use the word harami and I, I'm disappointed for those who do use the word harami <laughs> generally I am right um, it's Islamic wrong, the moral compass has been completely destroyed, it, it's no longer re-centred, it's, no it's way up in the north somewhere, right? The north, <laughs> east or south, right? It's clearly somewhere, it's nowhere near centre, right? And I think it's difficult for young Muslims as the day goes on, as, as the life goes on, definitely. So how would you say
0: that they stick to the right path?
1: Stick to the right path? I think our older generation need to reach out more. And I'm calling my older generation out here because a lot of older generation are now uncles and, you know, they want their, their thinking is backward as well. They think it's all black and white simple. That it's easy to read five prayers a day. It should be easy, by the way. There's no excuses. It should be easy to recite Quran as much as you want, as much as you can. Uh, it, sh- it should be easy for you guys to turn up and read Joma, or be, that kind of stuff. It is difficult because within the Western culture, there's a thing called work five days a week or university, college. That shouldn't hold you back, right? But it, is, it does become that bit more difficult for someone elsewhere. So that work
0: happens in Eastern
1: culture as well. Yeah, but then if you go to Dubai or Saudi, you get time off to go to oh, Ah, that's, that's a good point. You go pack. Uh, India's India, right? Politically, I don't want to get into that. But if you go pack, Saudi anyway, you get time off to go read Ah, um, uh, that's a good point. Beers. But if you're working in your job, uh, I don't know, I'm gonna, uh, if you work for Rolls Royce, for example, and you're an engineer, then you're going to give you time off to go read uh, Zohar and they? I understand. They're going to be like, mate, well, do it during your break. Well, it doesn't work
0: that way. Well, I guess it's just a different type of test for us, you know?
1: It is a test for us, do you know what I mean? Definitely. And that's the kind of stuff that's really difficult being that kind of individual in today's society. But another thing is that we're also losing this kind of sense of community feel as well. Like when I was into
0: that, you said the older generation need to, pout, what was your wording? Reach out more. Reach out. If they don't do it, do you think we should do it to those younger than us? Definitely, it's
1: it's it's a chain, if you get me, it's a chain. The older generation should be working, help reaching out to us, and we should be helping the youth as well. But the, the youth below us are all like eight or seven, let's be honest. Well, well I'm, I'm, tw- I'm 20, 21, you're 21, you're 20, so the youth for us I'd would be... I'd say about
0: teenagers. 11, or 8 to like 15, am I going to say? I would say just like... 13 to 18 is okay. the type I'd try and help you know what I mean
1: for me it'd be from oh, a bit well, if I was speaking to an 8 year old right and say this,
0: do you want a chocolate it doesn't you can't bad. be like 8 year old don't go to the club you know what I mean like,
1: 8 year old don't, eh, don't play video games harsh video games GTA but that'd be a flipping hypocrite because I was playing GTA Vice City when I was like Seven. Aye, same. I nicked it off my cousin. Well, my cousin he didn't nick it off. Me, he gave it to me. to play my PS two. So I was I'm a complete hypocrite. Maybe not. Like let me retract my statement. Between thirteen to eighteen, definitely. Mm-hmm. Thirteen to eighteen. That's a that's a period where you start to get about free. I would say that's <laughs> a period for me that I got free in terms of an idiot, not just get up stuff I shouldn't be, but scrapping in school and all that kind of stuff. Dog in school needed guidance. But guidance. Yeah. There was no one to give but you. But for me, yeah, for the me, there was no one except for mum and dad. But your mum and dad can only do so much because they can't control what you do outside of school.
0: And they don't know sometimes what you get up to.
1: Exactly. And you're not gonna go
0: be like, oh, mum, I just beat up six guys, you
1: know. <laughs> well, yeah, but also you'd find out when school would phone or Aye. if I had a if I had a if I had a wee bruise on my cheek or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was just that was that's why I generally have my opinion on is that. Being a Muslim today is much more difficult than it was seventy years ago, or not seventy, back in the seventies, I should say. That's just my take.
0: Oh, well, it could just be we have a different taste, and you know, man.
1: So one of the things I've really noticed is a lot now. You've got young Muslims out there, like go back eight years ago, young Muslims used to be packed. Now apparently they're struggling. Y M Y M. Now they're struggling to get the numbers in, but you've got community groups like Andalus who are doing really amazing. That they are like absolute killer right now so there is people are reaching out but we need more of that I wish I had that I'll be honest with you I wish I had that exposure but, the only, but also at the same time I can't understand why I didn't get that exposure because it's with a group of people who, yeah. wasn't, who, wasn't, who didn't have that access to that environment so that's generally my take mm-hmm. no, I understand that I, I
0: agree yeah in some cases on to the next point I'm going to tell you a story about my jury duty. Okay. <laughs> last week I, I was selected to do jury duty. Okay. I'm 20, if you're over the age of 18, you're selected. And I got a letter, I opened it, it was like, come to this court, it was the Paisley Sheriff Court, and I came to it, and there was like 50 people, and out of the 50, they were to select 15. There was supposed to be like 100 people, but like, you know how it works, so like half of them, they'll show up. And it came up to the third, last person that was selected, and I it came to my name, and I was like, just my fucking luck. I was selected for this. Shit. And then I found out the type of the case. I don't know, I'm laughing, laugh it's, laugh it's awkward. A laugh because awkward. This better be, this
1: better be, like, see if it's a procedural killer or something, man. Fuck this.
0: It was a bagpipe teacher who touching kids. Fuck! See, you're not allowed to talk about the case during the time, but it's all done now, yeah, so okay. I can talk about it. So I was like, oh, bloody hell, man. It couldn't get worse. And I went to jury... It was really awkward. I I laugh when stuff's awkward, and I almost laugh so many times. And, like, you feel bad. So it started on a Monday. We listened to, like, two witnesses. These girls testify against this guy. This guy was a world championship bagpiper for two years. He had touched allegedly touched kids and stuff like that. And these two people came out, and they seemed pretty chill, though. They didn't seem that bothered by it. They said it happened, like... 2010, I think. I can't remember the details. And then more, p- the day went on. We had like boring white people food, man. It was like sad sandwiches. God. What kind of Cheese sandwiches? There's cheese ones. That's the most white thing ever. There's ham ones. Oh, god damn. And they're all together. So, you oh. know what I mean? Like, the touch.
1: Man, you were like, where's the chicken sandwiches, man? Come on. Halal always. Well,
0: yeah, that would have been good if they had that. And I was with these interesting people. It was mostly like, elderly, well not elderly, but like mid to late white women. You know, like the, can I speak to the manager types?
1: Oh shit. Were they pure short hair?
0: Some of them had oh, that. Oh god damn. But there were some chill people, like shout out to my, my bro, Juri, Bro Joe. His name was Joe. Juri, Bro Joe. Oh. And he's mid 20s and I told him my age and he was like, you look fucked. <laughs> and I was like, I just laughed off but inside I was like, bloody hell man, that's fucked up what you just said. And there was also this girl, Shona, she was chill. And I was the youngest there. I, f- I felt very odd having the hands of this man's life. The, the, yeah, this man's life in my hands. Okay. And over the couple of days, we've seen witnesses and they all testify against this guy. But then there was no solid evidence. It was just words against words. Because mm. then he said, I didn't touch them. And then you're like, who am I to trust? But with so many people coming out, you can corroborate the evidence and then be like, all right, he probably touched touched them. But I felt sorry for the guy in the events that he didn't do it because, like, he just looked like an average old man, bagpiping teacher. He was a private school bagpiping teacher. And then we heard, like, the defence witnesses. And then you just wonder, man, did he do it? Did he not? And I also thought, like, would this happen if he was a woman? Because then, the heart of the case was bagpipes. Apparently, to teach bagpipes, you need, like, a lot of hands-on sort of thing, touching and all that. And while some other teachers said you didn't, so there's conflict in that. And some of the... So, some people said the accusations was he touched them, like, on their body, touched them on the chest, commented about underwear, and asked them about boyfriend girlfriends and all that. And his explanation was had to touch, like, sorta to, like, help him teach the bagpipes. He never touched the breasts. And, and the boyfriend-girlfriend thing, he said, a boy came into his office and said, I've got a girlfriend. Her name's Donna. And he was like, Donna who? He said, Donna Kebab. In the courtroom. I almost laughed. It was so hard not to. Fuck. And then the underwear thing. One girl said, well, she was adjusting her bra strap. She said that he said, are you adjusting your over-the-shoulder boulder holder? <laughs> And I was like, I was in the court case, I, what the fuck, I've never heard that in my life. I almost laughed, I felt bad. And then, and off to the side, you could see the family. His family, it was definitely like his wife, his daughter, and maybe like her daughter's husband or something like that, and they looked like they are just so sad. And I felt bad for them, because it's not their fault. And then, see the left side, where I was sitting as the jury, you got like the high court guy. He wasn't a judge, but he was like a sheriff, they call him. Yep. He had one of the stupid wigs on, I didn't think they were real. Like the, the stupid white things or the cuddles. Yeah. And the lawyers, the lawyers were quite good at their job. Like, I have a newfound respect. Shout out to lawyers out there. There was this guy, Mister Cuddy. He was the on the defence. He looked like Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> you probably look him up. And the prosecutor, prosecutor fiscal, which is uh, representing the people accusing, accused guy, that was a guy called Mister McDonald, and he looked like uh, a comedian. What's his name? The Scottish one with the glasses.
1: Oh, ginger. Um, what's his name? <sighs> i we'll continue your story. In fact, I'll
0: come back. I'll let me think of it. Continue. All right, okay. And the they were good at the jobs, man. Like, the defence guy, he, like, created doubt in your mind with evidence suggested. With the other guy, like, made you think some things are solid. But when it came to choosing it, we convicted him on most things, but some things weren't enough evidence for. And when they were telling him, like, we voted accused, accused, this guy looked like he wanted to kill himself. I've never seen a man look like he wanted to kill himself. More in his life. And I just felt bad, cause I was thinking, what if, what if he didn't do any of that stuff? What if it's just like, I don't know why the reason they would come out against him, even if he, if he didn't do it, I just felt bad for him, man. But they all finished. They lasted four days. Felt like a bad nightmare, and I'd keep coming in, each day, come in, hear more people talk about this guy touching them, go home, and just like, oh, it felt horrible. And the t- <laughs> jury bro Joe, he told me this fact. So listen to this fact, guys. Flakes. Chocolate, chocolate flakes, can't melt, apparently. Sure. And I googled it, and apparently it's true, they can not melt. And at the end of it all, I was waiting for my mum outside the court, she was going to pick me up. The defence lawyer walked past me, smiled, oh, and f- said, welcome to reality. Like, I was, like, thrown off. I was like, what? Because the guy got convicted. And I was like, does that mean he knew he was, like, going to get convicted? Yeah, I was like, going to
1: say that. Like, did he know deep down that whether he was guilty or who was going like, I feel, as
0: a defence lawyer, you do. In a way, but you have to try and get them the least possible. Isn't? do they not
1: ask their client? Did you actually commit this crime? Surely they're gonna ask him that. They would ask them, But, but then the, the accused gonna... obviously
0: would be like, no. Nah. Aye, true. So you're lying to the person who's gonna actually try and save you. Yeah, and maybe that will help you, because then they will be like, no, nah, he definitely didn't do it. He's told me he didn't do it. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Lawyers seems like a hard job. I think it's a hard job for the the guy are trying to defend who's who's guilty, but. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. That's
1: hard ass, man. It
0: should be. Innocent until proven guilty, but your bias kind of choose the guilty in your head sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: but no, So, what do you think? What do you take from this experience?
0: I was, it sort of scared me because I, I wish man life never comes to it, being in the hands of random 15 people. No, okay, and it made me feel like I just hope I never turn out to be the wrong place at the wrong time.
1: Yeah, you know what that is, man. Like, obviously, from if you're telling me nine people was it seven or nine? Seven people. Came forward with 19 cases. Were... Oh yeah, he was charged with 19 charges. That's obvious then, isn't it? Like, Not obvious he's done it, but come on. One, or two people, that's a push. Seven,
0: See, that's a big this push. This is the thing. The first two, they were friends. With, the, with this guy? No, they were friends with each other. So okay. that means they could have bounced the story off each other. Of course. The next two, brother and sister. <sighs> okay. And the three other, they were friends. So you yeah, have conspired against them? No, I don't think that, because they had no reason to. But if they could have, but I don't think that. It'd be a good, yeah, it makes sense if that happened, because obviously they're
1: all interlinked somehow. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, only time can tell. Has he been prosecuted yet? Is there been a sentence date
0: for him? No, you? it's going to take like six weeks, and only finished last week. Well six weeks? So is he going to be in custody since then, or has he been out in He's out on bail. Right. And you have to just find out his sentence is publicly. Like. So pretty much he's got six weeks to chill. Or, uh... Chill or, like, kill himself, it feels like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like.
1: Six weeks of pretty much living a free life until that day when he finds out whether he walks free for the rest of his life. Like, he
0: never actually did any, like, sexual, sexual stuff. Yeah, so it wasn't sexual... It so was I don't think he'll me, get
1: even that bad of a... Sentence? Yeah. Come on, at least a year.
0: Yeah, yeah, at least a year, but not, like, 20 years, you know what I mean? No, nah, man, a year or two he'll get. Ah, uh, and then he'll come back out and, you know, maybe <laughs> <we'll> learn... <laughs> F-, F knows man, these
1: guys are scarce guy like that dodge guy. All I'm saying, man, don't yeah,
0: That's all I'm saying. Definitely definitely not. Yeah. Well, that brings us to the end of the podcast. That's the most I'll say.
1: Thank you for coming on, Hamza. Honored to be here. Not that's now may sound like a cliche, but generally, I was buzzing to be on here, and I feel I've been—it's been like a therapy session, <laughs> if anything. It's one of those things I've not to really open up to anyone. Truly, like this. Now, I'm not just saying this for the sake of the podcast, right? And I'm not—I'm not, I'm also not saying this. Because I know this could go out on public platforms. <laughs> but truly, right? I generally feel that a lot of people don't know me for who I am, mm-hmm. and for the last hour and a half or so. I've definitely told you my whole life.
0: That's good, That's good right, There's okay. nothing
1: now, there's nothing to hide from what I'm saying To Take it on there. the record. Yeah, so um, definitely appreciate being on here. It was amazing, good laugh. Not have <laughs> never swore as much for a long time, but you know <laughs> what? That's <laughs> hard here, I suppose, That's you're good,
0: you're being real. You're being real, real right to the roots. So if the listener wanted to find more about you, or what what are you up to? What can they Okay, so I'll out? keep it
1: short and sweet. So I've actually started to do kind of became a vlogger, that's what you want to call it, YouTube vlogger, okay. blogger. Vlogger slash blogger, because I do some kinda I'm not poetry, but I do some kind of motivational speech stuff as well. And I send out to people. So i I'm on YouTube and I've got one YouTube channel. It's called Chats with Hummy. It, Chats with Hummy is a user friendly platform where I speak about kinda stuff that feels to be addressed in our community. So the way it works is like it's episodes. So episode one was about exam stress and how it affects individuals, emotionally, psychologically, but also physically. That, for me, was an amazing episode, because not only did that re- relate to people, because it was it came out during peak exam season, mm-hmm. but I was also someone who went through exam stress. Now, despite of being a bandit for three years of high school, <laughs> fourth, fifth, and sixth, I actually did work my ass off, right? And then the anim- build-up animosity towards exams did get to me. Second episode was work-life balance, the ability to balance work, but also having a life inside of work. So whether you're a part-time worker, whether you're nine to five, a lawyer, whatever, that's the kind of, speaking about that kind of him, aspect of our balanced life, in Chats with Hummy's been amazing. have received a lot of feedback and support. I know you're a great supporter <laughs> eh, which is nice to know. Cousin but also from another kind of platform. It's nice to see that support. I'm also on Instagram as well. My own personal account, I'm sure it's literally just Humz Akbar with two Rs so you can find me on there. What's your YouTube channel's Insta YouTube and Chats with Hummy, that's what it's oh, called. Okay. I'm on Instagram, so I'll sort the my videos there. So they're obviously miniatured and shortened, so they're not the full kind of length. If you want to access it, of course, it's Chats with Hummy. So yeah, for more information, just uh, get in touch with myself or
0: someone sort of safe, and he'll bring me down to you, and that's it. So yeah, check out Hamza. Additionally, with this podcast, subscribe and share with your friends. Definitely. <laughs> and people you don't like, share with everyone and follow the insta page samosa was safe and thanks for listening and don't forget to be spicy